Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite Preview. We are the Dadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, mm. where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Collision, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with the bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick. Look ahead to Dynamite tonight. A fascinating show for a variety of reasons, Sidgwick. It looks positively destined to be one of the just regular, incredibly uneven shows that <laughs> AEW has been putting on since, I would say, Wrestle Dream. The TV's taken a real dip, and I think it's been uneven all year. The stuff I'm quite literally dreading um, for reasons we will get into, and there's stuff that I'm actually quite really looking forward to. Uh, where's it emanate from again, this one? Uh, Canada, I believe, Montreal, or the... Berlin Centre, more like. Yeah, the Bell Centre in Montreal. Um, we are recording this. Straight to the knob gag. We are recording this Wednesday afternoon. So without going into results, you don't have to stop. Mm-hmm. Press stop or pause or skip or whatever. Um, we know that collision was filmed last night. And my God, am I glad this dynamite has apparently got a much better attendance because uh, that's probably as bleak as those fan cam footage mp4s you see on x have ever seen jesus christ there's like a bait and it's some dickhead account obviously where like kenny omega and ethan page uh, they actually had an empty arena match guys <laughs> it's like okay very funny and someone's done this video where there's crickets playing over it and oh boy is it bleak um see sap tweet that they don't air collision in canada or is that yeah they don't air collision in canada <laughs> i think it's some kind of it's it, it speaks to the bleak reality of the business that they're running and the business that they're in in the days of a passion project that happened to be a mainstream concern dead like collision was the basically were told by warner do this and you'd like to think that tony khan has gone well it's gonna be great <laughs> that's him doing spin but you like to think and realize oh, it's not really great because in his heart of hearts you probably think he only wants to do dynamite rampage at a push because he knows, oh, God, oh, oh, in action, in action, um, put 10 minutes on that main event. Few have got away with it for another week. Um, so I collision, despite the Blue League status as being goaded, mm-hmm. looks like they're going to have to do some post-production to make that look good. So that doesn't really fill me with the most optimism t- tonight, if I'm being honest. But I'm trying to recall that TV magic's TV magic. It looks completely different to how it does on social media and whatever. And it's going to be like twice the crowd, I think. Oh, yeah. All right, the, it's not the most exhilarating week for the Continental Classic, although there is... We kind of happened upon some weird significance about one of the matches didn't we, earlier on, Sage, depending on the result, obviously. And I think we're going to... It's weird that there's significance attached to a Jay Lethal match. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, I was as shocked as you were. Um, but the, <laughs> the mask stuff we sort of joked about last week was, well, we were joking, but we meant it too. You can't 
lock up and not pull the mask off. You can't grab a hold and not pull the mask. This can't be. It's make or break week for the devil, isn't it? Basically, yeah. It's already broken. It's like yeah, a hell of a dropped hold from mask number two. Like they can't can't just have a tag match. So you sense that like there'll be quite a significant development this week with that. There was I saw the somebody on Twitter had like had done something at the picture of all of the mask guys holding uh, MJF, and you could see. It appeared to be, unless it was photoshopped, you could see almost like the shape of Mike Bennett's face and Matt Taven's face, and that leads you to believe it's going to be Taven and Bennett and Strong, and then all of a sudden, well, Cole is going to have to deny that he's involved, and to answer your biggest complaint, Sage, there's at least one pretty massive suspect that's out loud, not just a speculation online, but one of the characters saying, it's you, Adam Cole, and him trying to profess his innocence. feels like that's going to be that development tonight. I don't mm. think they would put them out there, because it isn't just masks that obscure what you look like, is it? It's these backstage segments where you don't have enough time to focus on anyone. People out in the ring, you know, it's like you're going to give something away. In a way, I feel quite sorry for AEW, right? It's because I recall if they were to do something that appeared dumb because that's how wrestling used to operate or because WWE had done things like that, when this promotion was in its heyday, and it's still a bit bleak, it doesn't give me any pleasure to, to talk about it in the past tense. When the promotion would sort of say, we're doing a contract signing, it's just a, it's the first-hand example I can think of in my head. You'd get this, oh, dread, because WWE yes. did it right. And then they'd subvert it and do something amazing and not make it like a WWE. Judges in the Cody and Jericho yeah. match because people didn't get what the yeah. real reference was and assumed there was a screw job afoot. So people just thought, ah, oh, this can't be good because my brain has been so pummeled by WWE being bad for so long that it can't possibly be good. So now we've reached a point where, oh, right, I can accept that AEW is just going to do good stuff because it's good. Now it's like pretty uneven and bad. So they've never had that period of trust. But if this was old AEW, even though they never really got that privilege mm-hmm. and that benefit of the doubt, this is old AEW. You just would never in a million years think that you'd have MGF versus Samoa Joe go eight to ten minutes in a back and forth, right? And then go, right, time to take your masks off, <laughs> even though I could have done it when you were in the Kikina clutch. Ah, uh, they got away when the lights went out and the mystery's preserved for another week. One part of my brain thinks they can't possibly do that. Yeah, they can't. But this AEW might... I just they can't they, they can't. can't do that. Like it would look so stupid. The baby faces would look dumb. It can't make Joe look like that. Yeah, it would look stupid, but the baby faces would look foolish. It's, you it's want to avoid as much aces and eights comparisons. Do you know it's possible. not even aces and eights that I think about here. It's that time they put the Grizzled Young Vets in those druid outfits. It's like, well, it's it's GYV. Like yeah, they're just dressed as Drew. Yeah. It's like, and they've got, and then all of a sudden they're tagging it out, and it's like, well, the Drew's not holding the tag rope. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> so dumb. These people have like taken over. Like somebody's hecked into the mainstream. Like they're they're taking over AEW under the guise of a devil, the worst possible guy, this biggest villain, and then they're just tagging in and out, and they've like cut the ring in half and they haven't to... kicked anybody's ass yet. Yeah, really. It's, I just don't. Mask men twin magic. Is that what you're saying? I mean, they could do that, but they shouldn't do any of it. And I just think, I, to your point, Sage, I still think AEW is the company that won't do this. This would be too stupid. Too stupid. Especially but with how Joe does it go then? How does it go? You know what I'm thinking as well? This card, mm. considering Copeland, Christian Cage is on it, right? Mm. And there's three Continental Classic matches. The, and Tony Storm versus... We're women's world title match, yeah. Women's world title match. Storm versus Blue isn't going to go five minutes. I think that'll get probably about eight to ten. Mm-hmm. That's really pushing it in terms of how long a lot of these matches are going. So maybe the the six matches and maybe the sixth, whatever it is, cannot really go long. And that would lead me to believe if I'm being really optimistic, then you feel naive. It's that balancing act. Am I being naive or am I being optimistic? Surely Samoa Joe just, no, 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 Max, you're injured. Let me in. Right, I'm going to pummel you in the corner, take your mask off, and, oh, my God, it's Bennett or something. Yeah. Or it's some... What if it's a sight gag, and it's, like, Avalon? And then they can communicate. Not them. This is a ruse by the devil. They're hired guns or whatever. Peter Avalon's not a hired gun. But you know what I mean? It's like a decoy. Yeah. Are the masked lot going to... 
well, we're going to see footage of MJF laid out backstage before he's about to enter, being led to believe it was a mass lot. And then they just run out and decks, no match, they deck Samoa Joe and they assault him and all of that. And then it puts it back. Because last week they didn't actually do anything to MJF, did they? They were about to. Mm-hmm. So is it, gonna, is it there to, like, they're going to batter Samoa Joe and then the question is going to be like, oh, is MJF still involved in this? And they've just, like, you set up Samoa Joe. That, you know, oh, yeah, we never see the attack on MJF, you mean, to lay him out. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like, is that going to be part of it? Like, I, just, I think there's so he just... He doesn't have to take his licks. He doesn't have to take his licks. Uh, I mean, I don't think MJF is to do with it, by the way. But no, I just but to keep that. Keep, like, like the Joe herring, questioning yeah. the validity of it and all of that. Big angle. That's all this. It's a big angle dressed as a match because I just cannot. It cannot be. A match. I cannot see them standing in the corner, like waiting, like reaching out for the tag, like to holding the arm and doing the double teams. He dynamite rolls on. Yeah, it just yeah. big. Like if Wardlow is one of the guys, big mask, <laughs> medium mask. It's just uh, reveals. I think. Re- I think we get reveals tonight. Yeah, I, world I, ends I, like what? Two weeks away? Three weeks away? Thirtieth, isn't it? Ages away. Three weeks. I oh, just oh, over three weeks. Away. Oh yeah, it's still that's further away than I thought. So. That's yeah. troubling, isn't it? A touch. Explain nah, sorry, we'll have, we'll have reveals. Revealing it to be Bennett and Tavid's quite good because you, P- Roderick Sean can be like, oh, I, I yep. had no idea. Adam Cole can. Yep. And that And he's so... Yeah, that's why MJF's... Adam, MJF's got them to be part of his crew to throw you off the scent from it being MJF. Because mm-hmm. he's conspiracy theory. Da-da-da. Yeah, it's a really intriguing. It's very... Risky this strategy, but they, like you say, let's hope we can have old AEW's ability to pull this sort of thing off. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> it's too far away from World's End. Yeah. Well, let's talk about like, this. Is a company that no longer like it, the worst thing is this is the promotion that used to completely wrong foot you and think, oh Jesus Christ, what a detail we mm. used the Kenny Omega Don Callis Easter egg as the constant frame of reference, right? The company's morphed from that into a promotion that doesn't really ask itself the simple questions of, right, hang on, how is uh, Willow Nightingale in this match when she's just lost Mm. the opportunity, hate that word, the chance to contend for the TBS title, or she gets a world title match, or whichever way around it was. What? Like, (laughs) how does that happen? How mm. does that happen? Then maybe you're wondering at the end of tonight, how did that happen? That's the thing. They've lost a lot of privileges. Yeah. They have lost a lot of privileges. What's the graphic? Like, look, look at the like. look at the um the full gear show long storyline. Yeah. Uh, look at that show long storyline because that is relevant to these characters. It was a big turn. How do you it? not know? Uh, so there's no <laughs> take on the devil's masked men. Mm. So that's not doesn't have to be. It can just be an angle, can't it? Maybe, but this like is call the out sort of thing. If you look at that full gear storyline, they medically disqualified MGF until he came out and had him replaced in the match, which he couldn't possibly be in italics by somebody who was more injured than him. How did no one in that room who was aware of the storyline or the plan? not realize, oh, wow, that's stupid. You know what I mean? Mm. Is it, how much more egregious is it if they just work a back and forth match without trying to get the mask off? I mean, I think it's worse, but that's a subjective point. They're both bad, aren't they? They're both bad. Somebody somebody should flag up. They're both bad, which would lead me to believe that they are capable. Yeah, that's fair. Of repeating not the same mistake, but a almost equally just, stupid one. Like it would just, I just feel like MJF and Joe would know how <laughs> dumb it would look to yes. be able to say we. How and I now, but you're the only person who was allowed yeah. them to do the full gear thing. Everybody else, that's was true. Like, that's I didn't not allowed. Yeah. That's not allowed. Yeah, that's fair. D. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still kind of like, who's the animator? When the f- is Gabo getting here? <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. TNT title, 13 years, I believe they said, since they've last laid hands on each other. Uh, I'm really excited. It's got to be longer than that, isn't it? Well, it'll be 2010 when Edge retired, I think. 2011 he retired. 2011, so I they probably just had like some sort of thing in 2010. Well, it wasn't like a feud feud, but a few Ed, but it would have been when Christian, so he came back in ECW and then they were both baby faces, so I guess like a... Gentleman's contest or something along those lines. Can't bloody remember. No, I don't remember them having it. Like, 
nothing sticks out from the last WWE run before I retire yeah. between the two of them. We've already fantasy booked the finish. So before we remind you of what the finish is almost guaranteed to be. Yes. Uh this match should have loads of heat. They'll give you something really, really strong. Save the best stuff for the stipped up world's end ladder match, probably. Mm, yeah. Um but I it depends how many of Copeland's sensibilities are in this match for me. If Christian Cage is the one who's guiding it, you know, he'll he'll cause it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then I'm, I'm a, a, a bit I, more I would have loved the heels to call him ass. Oh, Stone Cold's deaf in one ear, so I kind of <laughs> had to call the matches. That's why I gobbled so many goddamn losers up. <laughs> I'm going to stop you for five more minutes. I think it's what the people want. Yeah. <laughs> is it safe? Is it safe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was actually. Um, I, so, if it's more of a cage match than a Copeland match, I'm all in. The worst thing is that I think this match will be tremendous. But I think because the, the sequel, because it's not getting blown off here, mm. it just isn't. The sequel has got way more potential, sadly, for Adam Copeland to go to um, that place. <laughs> yes. Because this one is going to drive him even further to that place. Mm. Well, you know how we'll get to the finish that we've predicted. Obviously be, you know, akin to another famous finish in this building. Could the whole match be akin to that famous match? Could we just get the Brett and Sean thing where the brawl, the wild brawl around the ring means you barely get much of a match? And match. Jax Harwood or CM Punk in it? <laughs> <laughs> Bell Center stuff. I would not hate that at all. Because but they just want to get to each other. It feels real and lived in. And then you get, you saved a lot of the in-ring stuff for the rematch. What is the difference between tonight's Dynamite and WWF Survivor Series 1997? Uh, one was the, the hottest product in the frigging world and had two of the all-time greats. And this is AW Dynamite in 2023 with a like, Imagine Christian. Yep. And not the biggest amount of people in that I crowd. Can't walk them around, can you? Cannot yeah. walk them around. Cannot walk them around. But I, I think that this match will be really, really good for what it is. The first in-ring singles chapter, but I, I'm optimistic about it. But I think Edge will go to that place in the second match, which I'm a little bit worried about. Aye, second match, uh, whatever. But I think they'll do way more acting and melodramatic pauses. And what can I do this to my childhood friend, which I'm not looking forward to? The 2001 Unforgiven finish redone, where they're both the top two ladders with the last concerto or something, isn't it? To Make a point. Is it? Have they done a TLC match and called it anything else yet? I was thinking of Impact and TNA. Escalera de la Muerte. There you go. So Which that, is TLC. TLC, yeah. So like, it feels like it's going to be that for our pay-per-view. So they're going to do like a double spear spot. Just just shoulder bars. heads. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm really worried about. Bonk. <laughs> be funny. <laughs> uh, but what is the finish? The finish? Well, Hamfler called it, so I'm going to let uh, him do it. Well, it's the Montreal screw job, isn't it? By which we mean Christian <laughs> Nick Wayne's mom. Yeah, by which we mean, uh, yeah, it's just a Montreal screw job. And then Nick Wayne's mom in a feed as well. <laughs> like, f- all right. And I f- her afterwards. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she joins Christian uh, for the sex. And because... And because she had to watch when Copeland went to that place. And uh, arguably too far in yeah. front of her. Um, and it's like, completely justified in this, by the know, way. Not bad booking. Like, that's us taking the piss, but not bad booking that, like... Copeland let his bloodlust get in front of... And his bloodlust like, was driven ground. by the idea that Cage had said, I'm going to, you know, leave you undignified with a broken neck and your kids will never, ever watch... Like, yeah. you'll never watch your kids grow up again. The baby faces should take the higher ground, and this is unfortunately the lesson Copeland has to learn mm. when she turns on him. Nick Wayne's mom. Nick Wayne's mom. She's got it going on. <laughs> so how... Is she going to interfere in the match, or...? Like some little blow or whatever. You know it. She's going, I'll hit him with the chair. Pivot the hips. Oh, my God, she hit Cope. She's got to that place, by which means Christian's genitals. Yes, she's got and to that place. And then we have the Christian's wedding. bedroom, which he, in which he uses his genitals to have full penetrative intercourse with her. Yeah. Full sex. And then the, maybe the wedding is when? Next week. Oh, soon. Christmas wedding. I, I mean, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's kind of, I've said, I've described, it's like a demented ridiculous soap opera, but a pretty fun version of it. He forces, like, Kill Switch to get ordained. I was going to say, a dinosaur figure? 
that's incredible. Nick Wayne's Are you coming home, son? It's like Trishy K said that to Nick Wayne. You coming home, son? Do you know what Jericho would love to get in the middle of this? He could be on Christian's stag. Like Christian has a stag do when Jericho oh, turns Oh, yeah, right. no, when he's not next week, like, change of plan. <laughs> change of plan. What did we learn from Miro and best friends and uh, Kip Sabian? They <laughs> didn't even do a stag. <sighs> True. It's like 16 stag segments and one Hindu. Yeah. <laughs> on a dino. <laughs> they go to, I don't know, York and I go to Hamburg. <laughs> don't know why that's in the top of my head. <laughs> then they... <laughs> They have the hen do, yeah, get one segment, and it's like, uh, I don't know who, who would Nick Wayne be trusted to be Christian's best man? No, he'd be Page Boy, yeah, think, or Ring, Ring Bearer, or whatever it is. Christian wouldn't need a best man, he's a good best man for Christian right now in AEW. He's just our worst. Swerve, a returning Jack Perry, fantastic, yeah. What happens to Jack Perry? They're the best man, best boy. What happens to Jack Perry? Is he the devil? Maybe. I'm just thinking, Nate, on, on the stag, too. It's like, oh, where have, you, where have you booked us to go on the stag? We're going to that place. It's just a club <laughs> called that place. <laughs> <laughs> and Christian's pissed himself. <laughs> uh, let's get into the uh, Continental Classic Gold League. Ooh, not the Blue League, is it? No, it's not the Gold Blue League. Um, nevertheless, some really intriguing matches tonight. Swerve Strickland against Mark Briscoe. Is Mark Briscoe finally going to get a win eventually? Uh, he got beat as well, didn't he, last week? Uh, he's uh, He's gone zero points. Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal can be eliminated from the tournament tonight. Oh, my God. And they haven't wrestled yet. Yes. Ooh. Yes. So when they do come around to wrestling, you you need kind of one of them to win tonight. Yeah, I would have. Uh, Mark Briscoe versus Swerve. Like, this is both a... This is a positive and a negative of this tournament, being on television and kind of being rushed out there, <laughs> is that, like, if you had a schedule could kind of see where people could lose and pick up points. Mm. But you've had to watch it week on week on week and then think, well, John Moxley has to win this one. He has to win this. And now we're already at the point where somebody could be... I understand that like, you wrestle to stop somebody else winning, but you're not wrestling for yourself. We're it's, already fizzing that they're, they're blowing off Claudio versus Eddie Kingston. They've already done it, I suppose, technically. Well, well is that, that not the last match? in the, that on this week's collision? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know how about it. That's a flaw. Yeah, that should have been... Should have been the last, last match. Last, yeah. last hurdle, yeah. Um, oh... That's right. I'm not my math. My math. My trig isn't wrong there, is it? Briscoe's Your out calculus. Tonight. Yeah, Briscoe's Swerve out. Swerve wins. He goes, goes well, to It depends points. on what happens in every other match. They could all conceivably go to draws. Uh, yeah. Too yeah, early true. for permutations. That's true. Yeah. Mark Briscoe versus Swerve is the one I'm second most looking forward to. Um, it's interesting because you do this two months ago. And it's got an absolutely irresistible dynamic. People like Swerve, but they're in that position where it's like, oh, I can performatively boo him. And Mark Briscoe's Mark Briscoe. Just an absolute masterful baby face. The only problem I anticipate with this match, which could go really, really hard, Mark Briscoe is a completely underrated lunatic. I mean, he's doing Foley spots every week. Um, and Swerve is a psychopath and often wrestles like one. Like This could be a like sickos match. And the only thing that um, and I think because of the permutations and the idea that I've got to imagine the quarter hour, well, a Jay Lethal Mark Briscoe match, when neither have got any chance of advancing, like that could be really bad. So maybe like the lack of knowledge of the potential permutations could drive some drama in Briscoe Swerve, and the fact that Briscoe's so good at just getting a crowd involved anyway, um could lead me to believe that's not quite a formality in terms of the result. Honestly, I think this match could be awesome. Like, violent, compelling, unpredictable, dramatic. The only thing that I'm a little bit, when I'm previewing it, is the fact that Swerve's getting too over, which in all of the contexts is great. You want (laughs) people to be on that, on the cusp of really, really making it, but not when you've got such a great babyface heel dynamic in this match. They've been very uh, specific about no interference, haven't they? Like, mm-hmm. you can't help or anything like that. Is there a possibility they're like... Don't I'm sure they've said you'll be fired if you do it. Oh, just yeah. to hammer home. They it. don't break the rules tonight, I didn't know because didn't... They said on Collision when it was Daniel Garcia versus Andrade on Saturday's Collision. Uh-huh. Daddy Magic was doing commentary. They said to him... You're probably tempted to get involved. If you do this, you're fired. Yeah. So it's like Nana and Brian Cage. Oh, sorry, you're fired. Like, if they get involved. 
but Daddy Magic was there. So could the Mogul Embassy be on the stage? Uh, Gates Wagner in Japan. I think. I, was thinking like I don't know where the World Tag League is at, but they were in it. Because Swerve has had this thing where I've quite enjoyed Swerve gradually becoming the complete main eventer by sort of being, not situational babyface, but you just you have to respect how well he's doing. But in this one, Briscoe's going to be the sentimental favourite, and he, he's the type of guy that believably can out-wrestle Swerve as well. So then if, if he's got the match in hand, and the Mogul Embassy appear on the stage, don't interfere, but appear as if they might, and then people are like, oh, that doesn't look too good. And then Hangman Page makes a shocking return and hoys Brian Cage off the stage and swears like, what the fuck? And then Mark Briscoe beats him. Like, that's that's a bit, protect, a bit WWE but protecting Swerve, but it's a good way for Mark Briscoe to get one on the board and for mm. Swerve to remi- like have to remember that Page is still out there. Like, he hasn't forgotten this is not over. I have to, so I have to worry a little bit about Hangman Page in my life. It sort of keeps that bubbling under. Yeah, I guess. I just think in the context of a tournament, Swerve can lose a match. I agree. I do agree. I think you can go 9-0 by the end of this. Yeah. Like, I'd like Mark See, Briscoe. I wanted all of these wrestlers to be in it mm. with the acceptance yeah. that one of them is going to have to lose clean at some point. Like, I've yeah. wanted this for friggin' ages, so I've got no qualms about it whatsoever. I do have qualms about watching Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal in a dead rubber match. I just cannot do that at yeah. all. Um, so I'm going to be hoping and believing that Mark Briscoe wins this one. Mm. Let's talk about the match I sent you. Most. Uh, sorry, one more thing. There shouldn't be a shame attached in losing to Mark Briscoe. That's no. how much I yeah. rate him. Um, so I. Oh, it's, just, it's an absolute swerve thing, not a Mark Briscoe thing. Yes, I yes, point yes, out, yes. yes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Let's talk about the match you're probably most looking forward to in the in the gold. Oh my God. Uh, I sense that's John Moxley versus Roosh. This has got absolutely enormous <laughs> just bleed potential to turn me into an animal for me to go. That's <laughs> me coming over blood. All right, uh, yeah. Just in case you were wondering what that was. Um, they had a match last year. At, uh, was it Fighter Fest, Mox versus Roosh, or Fight for the Fallen? I remember the match. I don't remember the I show. I just remember yeah. it being absolutely incredible. Just this unbelievable brawl where they just did awesomely brutal things to one another, and there was just the defiance and this rhythm and this violence and this physicality. It's basically Jim Ross's favorite match, but one I could really enjoy as well. <laughs> Um, fight for the fallen. Fight for the fallen. Yeah, absolutely incredible work. They will be bang up for it. I expect. Um, I hope Rush is okay because he looked like he'd really tweaked something mm. um, last week. Cannot reach those heights. I would like to think that they each remember that match. Each loved working it, and under the idea that yes, yes, absolutely, I will love this. I haven't seen 
a blow away John Moxley TV match in what feels like ages is my mm. only worry. Um, and following that promo, does it feel like he's completely present, invested, like away from like something insignificant as wrestling? Is he okay? Um, I was that know. just a really good work? Because it was a hell of a promo, but yeah, it was hard to decide whether or not he was just speaking his truth or work like adding something new to his character. Like, uh, allowing you to see a chink in his armour because there's just none belt about. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I just uh, got a vibe. And sometimes I'm either empathetic or just deeply paranoid. Mm. So I can never tell if I'm right or not. But I just felt, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like he's absolutely 100% as dialed in as he was at the time of the last Rouge match, which kind of, basically, I spent these previews arguing internally about reasons why he could be bad. We know the drill at this point. Um, it can't possibly be bad because it's these two, um, but also, can it reach those heights? Um, I don't know. Get some blood involved. There's not enough blood on Dynamite these days. <laughs> Genuinely not enough blood. Bleed here. Mm. Um, would I have Rush go over? Probably. Just thinking about looking at the standings. If we have, it's kind of, it's kind of damning how much I want Moxie to lose. Yeah. We have surprise wins in all three matches. So, yeah, Lethal Roosh and Mark Briscoe. That would put us on. I think, Mox- the, I think the goal league needs something. Yeah, yeah. Moxie would be on six. Swerve would be on six. Roosh would be on six. And then JYJ Lethal and Mark Briscoe would all be on three. Great. Great. Upset night. Upset night. Upset night. Like that's And then you, on the, when you go ahead to the third match as well, you're probably in your internal monologue, like just when we get to the finish, you'd probably be thinking to yourself, you know, if you've already seen two, and the third one's like these near falls are popping and the 2.999s, you're probably thinking, you've already seen two upsets. You're joking. Not another one? And there is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, Roosh. I hadn't thought about all of those permutations, but I did think tonight was like Moxley's Moxley promo. Swerve Jay White. <laughs> Moxley's promo was revealing a weakness, and I think that was done by design. He's not stupid. He's a shark. So letting in, letting people in to know that he is suffering the consequences of this tournament, which I've pointed out was a little bit of a plot hole because he's wrestling the exact same schedule he did when he wasn't in a tournament. Like, it, nonetheless, I'll buy it. I'll buy that this like the wrestler like the wrestlers are wrestling harder than ever because they really want to win the Continental Classic. I'll take that as a reason why these matches hurt more than your standard weekly dynamites, and I think Roosh wins this. And he's he's obviously had problems in tournaments because he was in the G one. Did he win it the first time? <sighs> ah, it didn't work out that well for you, did it, John? I did. First try. Which <laughs> I get what we get. That's yeah, 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 that's <laughs> the best. Uh, Jay White versus Jay Lethal. <sighs> The alien coming for a split, a split second there. A spliff second. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I am uh, not going to. I'm so. The idea of this match. It's match first, split second. <laughs> the idea. The idea of this match uh, haunts me. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a better game. Interesting sis. <laughs> You sure there's a match or something else on you? I don't know, man. Maybe you'll come on later on the podcast. Um, uh, it's Jay White versus Jay Lethal. Ugh. That is the Double absolute J. epitome. Yeah, I wish. It's like that is that match best embodies like all of those philosophical questions of these guys are really, really great craftsmen. And uh, this match was put together beautifully. It's like, was it? Because no one gave a f***. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's got sheer, intricate tedium Ooh. written all over it. The kind of match that almost feel makes you feel guilty for not enjoying because they've obviously put loads of thought into it. And uh, I the gate for the... Um, where is it again? Balenza, uh, more like. Correct. While I would say... Respectable ish. It is Christmas time. This place is still pretty is pretty enormous, and we're looking at five thousand. Upper deck's going to be shrouded in darkness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The darkness of the Christmas song, guys. It is, so it? the idea is that shut up, man. You're going to have that kind of void adjacent dynamite atmosphere as a backdrop to. A pretty dull match 
with a really dull good wrestler in it and someone who I can't decide is either awesome or a really dull good wrestler, <laughs> this could be pretty, pretty bang average and boring and a little bit bleak. But also, have these two got it in them for me tomorrow morning to go, you know what? Ace, where did that come from? I think they do because I think, you know, it's not going to be the same level. I shouldn't really draw a comparison to this, but what about an who can out-cheat the other match? No. I know last week, yes. Jay Lethal's going babyface tonight. Jay Lethal's going to say, sorry, you're, right. not, you're not having that. <laughs> like, Jay, Le- Jay White's saying, you're going babyface. And then he's going to do his heel shtick and he's better at it than Jay Lethal and Jay Lethal can fight from I I don't like him or root for him particularly, but like he's got all that in his locker. I can do his that, stuff yeah. lends itself more... And I think he like. I thought it was weird when they turned him heel in the first place. Yeah, it's Jay Lethal and AW because it was like, well, unfathomable to me. He was so over. Mm. If you remember, was it late twenty twenty one, November twenty twenty one? Yeah, uh-huh. he signed and he had like, oh, Jay Lethal's probably going to lose two months worth of matches against whoever needs a rub, like Mox or whatever. My God, he got so over in those buildings. I was, I was, I was astonished. Maybe like if he can a glimpse into that form. This could be less than a really intricately well-worked, but exceedingly dull affair. Jay White cutting off all uh, Jay Lethal's, like, more high-flying sequence stuff towards like, What's the he going to do with the uh, Lethal Injection? Yeah, that kind oh of Oh, my thing. God, Lethal Injection into the Blade Runner. That kind mm. of thing. Like, it, they'll have its little into moments. something else, maybe? <laughs> versus <laughs> out, versus back in. This kind of guy he is. <laughs> Well, that's the thing about Jay White, man. You don't quite know where he's going to go. And Jay Lethal, man, you think he's reversing one move. He's actually doing a move to you. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> we all Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> so you, who are you going for? Jay Lethal to win. Yeah. Upset night. Jay White does like a little bit of the old meltdown. Does, he does he, like a his press best promo work is when he's on his ass. When he's on his ass and, you know, everyone's doubting him and he's, I'm done myself. <laughs> I would breathe with a switchblade, but dead guys don't breathe. Uh, let's get to the women's <laughs> world title match. Timeless Tony Storm will be defending her world title against Sky Blue and TCM's Ben Mankiewicz. He's gonna introduce Tony. That's Turner Classic movies. It makes sense with the. That's yeah. cute. Nice. That's AW. Yeah. Apologies if I butchered Ben's surname there. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? And and is the Mariah May going into uh, Tony's office last week going to factor into any of this? Not yet. Uh, Why did she go in there again? She just not had been given a meeting that RJ City set up. Because, uh, well, no, they didn't say why that was, but Tony Storm had alluded in her promo, didn't she, to, like, some, like, blonde idiot wanting to take my place or something like that. And then it was like, she's talking about Mariah May. You think she might be on about, like, the TBS champion, perhaps, or somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, she says something on your collision, didn't she, about... Oh, no, maybe Dynamite. It was a collision or Dynamite. One of the promos where it was like, I'm talking about someone, but it's actually about... Oh, it was a collision where she said some blonde would take... She couldn't get ready in makeup or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So th- we're entering the part, like the part of it now, where Mariah May is getting ready to get a title shot at the very least, which seems expedited, but whatever. She even had a match yet? Nah, God no. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Title shots for freaking now in AEW's <laughs> women's division. Friend of the gym. Have you just lost a match? <laughs> Guess what? Good news. You're getting a match for an even more prestigious <laughs> title. Yeah, the zero and zero record is better. Yes. than like zero and six. Or that doesn't matter. You can have <laughs> zero and a. F- million and he's still got a title <laughs> shot in the AW Women's Division. Sky Blue has feel it feels like Sky Blue has wrestled a lot lately. Uh and I don't think she's been half as good as she was when she was wrestling infrequently. That's because she's been fair to say, burdened like, with a crap sports entertainment adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a just a crap wrestling gimmick. Yeah. WWE did not invent bad wrestling gimmicks. Okay? Switching the cap for the uh, crown of thorns. So the gimmick is she got s- Got uh, some stuff on her face, Wilborn, yeah? Mm. She got she got misted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you'd have a, a Oh no no. Tweet. Um he's absolutely buckled, man. And then uh so then she has this and then she's like, Ooh, maybe I'm evil and then actually no, I'm not gonna turn on you, Willow Nightingale. 
So I was like, oh, some kind of tweet in a direction. Well, it sucks. And then um, she wrestles now and she does like facial expressions and all this. Thing. It's crap. It's so I agree with it? you. I agree with you. Overexposure and this dumb gimmick has sort of killed it, a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Like, she's not winning. Do you think there's anything in... She can do a good uh, closing stretch, mm. Sky Blue. I don't think she's necessarily great. She doesn't get lost, but she cannot really build a match that just is completely tight and clicks all the way through. But my God, she can do a finishing sequence. I've seen that enough times. Could do with being a bang of this because the situation with the tray at the paper, you didn't do much for Tony Storm. And a character that was already... Becoming quite divisive. The one time the hip attack didn't look good, which yeah. is impossible. Like the characters becoming divisive, and then you have that dumb finish. This could just do with being one of the matches that's given Tony Storm all this acclaim in the first place. Who's? I think one of three people are getting misted tonight. Number one, Tony Storm, obviously. Number two, uh, Mariah May, who's there and takes it for Tony Storm again, putting her in Tony's debt. Or number three, Luther's wearing a white suit. So, yeah. Uh, I like the Mariah May one. Dives in the way of it. Could see that. Or Tony Storm gets misted, wins anyway, but then ha- like doesn't quite wash the mist off. She's no longer ready for a close-up, and Mariah May offers to be the understudy and start wrestling on her behalf. That and would that's, be ridiculous. That's Except they've already established that you can defend not, the... Not necessarily for the belt, just like I'll accept her non-title. I'll maybe. accept her eliminator bookings. And if I win, if I lose, then obviously Tony's got to defend the title, but I can step in and do Ms. Storm's role. And then, do you get it, Sage? Because films. Yes, and, films. Uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> that's right. And, uh, Watch and them sometimes. Over time, over time, Tony Storm the X-Files at the moment. that Mariah May is becoming more popular. There was an X-Files movie, wasn't there? I'm not up there, yeah. Just finishing season I, one. Canon, I believe. I think if you watch it in order, I think it... I don't know, because I lost track of the X-Files after about yeah. season three, but I don't know. I think I'm going to give up after four because I've heard it doesn't go very well after yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, Mulder just leaves for a bit. Yeah. I found, I found a truth. See you later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, before we, we wrap this up and before we even get to the, the name of the game, we should probably get to the, the aim of the game. Well, the just, aim oh, wait, wait, sorry. One second. Let me try. Very unprofessionally. I'm just going to quickly check AEW's X page. Yeah, there's only one women's match yeah, on the show. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, well, the aim of the game is to identify to the hour, minute, and second the first time you will hear the first note for the entrance music for the first woman to come out for the only women's match because, you know, at this point, six, seven times out of ten, it's in the same slot of the show as it has been for four freaking years. So we want to underscore, put in bold, and italicize what an absolute obligatory... Optics exercise, afterthought, this division is. And if we continue to just do it and do it and do it, what if we guess it, guys? What if we guess it at the hour, minute, and second? Then it will really show them. And that's the aim of the game. And the name of the game is, well, this is ladies' night, and I'm thinking, oh, what a nighter. <laughs> you do that at karaoke on the Christmas night out next week? No, not anymore. <laughs> uh, shout out as always to Adam Blair at Adam Wilton 4 and Jose Palomares at the Ho 11 who always take care of the um, data for this sort of thing thank you uh, Sige won last week oh, yeah, yeah. Um, puts him in an almost unassailable lead because mm. we've got this week and next week haven't we two dynamites left and I'm not catching anyone oh, oh yeah oh, oh, what was my last uh, draft message milk 12 eggs for pancakes bacon you know for the other weekend brunch Limes. Like a, you only get too many limes. Well, wrestling. You can never have too many limes yeah. because they stay fridge fresh for quite some time. And I like a margarita. Take that shame. Um, this whole thing. To my shame, this is going to be controversial for my uh, shut up, man. For my pretentious foodie take. Oh, uh, hang on. It's time, it's time to play the game. <laughs> Which potentially embarrassing food item appeared on the shopping list Love last this week? Because Sidgwick's like shameful item would be the sort of thing I was like, I'm feeling fancy and mm. I'm going to buy this packeted goods. Yeah, I, I, I initially thought like pre-made custard, but pre-made custard's goated, so yeah. I would feel no I, shame whatsoever. No shame on that for No me. first hand, this man does not bake his own beans, so it's not going to be a tin of beans. Just goes down that route. Oh, what about some new coffee stuff? 
Maybe he's got like uh, one of them sachets or something. Tins of beans and sausages. Uh, was breakfast I tried stuff. to take him in a different It was breakfast mate. stuff. It was breakfast stuff you were talking about. So that's why I was... Yeah, but maybe there's other meals in the day. Ah. <laughs> no, my life. Uh, what about those um, pre-wrapped cheese squares? Hamilton's favourite food that isn't crisps. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I like the sound <laughs> of it. You made a sandwich. He means like slices, cheese slices, cheese oh, squares. They're class then. They're, they're disgusting. Homer Simpson American cheese squares. Yes, yeah, they're disgusting. Oh, of that life. Have you ever made a sandwich? Sorry, game within a game within a game. Um, have you ever made a sandwich uh-huh. where the bread is the cheese slices? Yeah. <laughs> cheese slices. You're a duck in the up. Yeah. You're cheese both sli- dogs. Cheese slice. You're a hound. Mini cheddars. Second cheese slice. Wait a second, let me get a pen. Second cheese slice. More mini cheddars. Third cheese slice. Structurally, not, oh, that, that. not that sound. So just get it in there. <laughs> get it in there That's quick. Absolutely revolting. Uh, you'll find that the textures complement one another. Um, so it's, quite, it's somewhat pre-made. Plastic and dust coming together. I'll go, I'll go um, yeah, like... Sachets of like you know I I used to have those like lattes that are just powdered. Nope. nope uh, I can make my own lattes. Thank you very much. Primula squeezy toothpaste tube cheese because I'm in a cheese space now. Oh, that is yeah. good. That. I like that. Ready mashed potato. Oh, that's controversial. Mm. It is one of the better processed foods because you can process mash in a way that like a potato croquette. It's so good frozen. It's similar like you can really do things with the process of a mashed potato. But to make it a little bit more snobby, I do put a spoonful of whole grain mustard in there when it's out the microwave. It's Roman Reigns' favorite food, isn't it? Mm. Smash. <laughs> Ready, mash. And uh, uh, Dixon's pie. Oh, great. The Dixon's corned beef pie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And this is well, so, list. <laughs> well, uh, I, so I was, uh, I won last week, so I get... Uh, you get to go first, yeah? Yeah, let's just delete the shopping list, which was responsible for that Stop. diversion. I got sidetracked. Mm, just clarify, you didn't get any point for uh, getting closest to the time the match ended, did I? You did not. Okay, that's cool. never been the rule. It's so. never once been. So Sidge wins this week, he wins. Yeah, that's yeah. it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's not over. We'll play again next week, obviously, because we, yeah. we're fighting the system mainly. But it's currently, Sidge, you're on 11 points. Hamlet's on nine, I'm on seven. It's that thing they say in America because then like they don't have quite as many like single elimination tournaments as we do. It's like it's win or die. Or something. <laughs> like, yeah. it was my do or them. die sudden death. <laughs> um I'm gonna go 123. 23. Ah. I'll go. I need a little bit of time. I need 20 minutes for the main belt. Yeah. I'm gonna go at the exact time the women's match happened last week, thanks to Adam Blair. 117 46. I'll go 105.12. Bit weird. Too close to the top of the hour, and the women belong nowhere near it if you're totally gone. <laughs> 105.12. Speaking of, aye, speaking oh, of which, you did you hear is like, guys, I've seen the tweets. I've heard your complaints. Do not worry about this Ric Flair situation, because actually they're paying us. Yeah. So all this money we're making, I didn't have to pay a penny. We cool now? Yeah. What the hell was that? Uh, he's, uh, he's lost it. He's lost the plot, man. I'm telling An you. An insane thing to say. There's been some more insane things said as well mm. um, by people associated with AEW. Mm. Unfortunately, we've uh, we've run out of time. But you were saying Tony Storm retains the uh, retains the title this week? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, yeah, indubitably. Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of AEW Dynamite. <laughs> oh, Jeff Hardy joined us. <laughs> <laughs> Contact. Yeah, what's this about, Wilbon? Jeff Hardy was on. Uh, oh, whose podcast was this? Who podcast can he possibly be on complaining about their place in uh, AW Booking? Oh, it's his brother's podcast. Yeah, he's on Matt Hardy's podcast. No, 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 no! I keep that friggin' thing on the soundboard before you ask me about my thoughts. On okay. It. Uh, and he said, the last time I was in the extreme dimension of your podcast. <laughs> that's, a, that's a legit quote. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jeff is a guest. I said in WWE, I felt like I was a ghost just walking around backstage. 
Honestly, I kind of still feel like that in AEW just because of not being involved in something cool, man. <laughs> I feel like there's something so special within us we really have to bring out. And one final thing. <laughs> I've been desperate to ask you about this. Honestly, I don't get annoyed about things that much anymore. Maybe I'll play it up for, like, you know, uh, yeah. uh, some fun recording stuff. Like, I see an invisible camera now, and I'm like, ugh. An impromptu match I barely even discuss on the mm-hmm. Raw review. What was the main event? I just, I found that for the for my general state of mental health, right, I ask myself a question if I begin to get, like, anxious or, like, even, like, infuriated or, like, sarcastic about things or short-tempered. I ask myself a simple question. How much does this really warrant? Mm. How much do you care? Would you breathe an exercise and just get rid of it? Yeah. All right, do that then. Does this bother you that much? If this does happen and it's something you're worried about, what realistically are the actual effects and could you find a solution? And I'm quite honestly, on a small scale, quite proud of myself. Like, I had this thing where, so I'm an idiot, right? And I'm very good practically, and my brain doesn't work that way, where I kind of thought I'd broken my coffee grinder <gasps> before I'd even my first delivery of beans. So I was just, I wanted to know how it worked. And then I obviously couldn't do that because it felt broken. I was like, I, I, was, I could feel myself just get really, really wound up. And I thought, you know what? A pestle and mortar mm. isn't a solution to my problem. Yeah. I could just do that and get my wife, who's much more practical and better than me in most ways. She can fix that. Or she can help or whatever. Right. I don't really get wound up about things. Fing Hardy Boys <laughs> <laughs> complaining. That they aren't getting a push in f***ing AEW. You can fuck check my f***ing watch, right? Oh. I was oh. looking at the time. I got you. I was looking, you know, I was checking my watch. Dinosaur, my gag! You are exhibiting signs of such delusion and detachment from reality. I know you don't really live on planet Earth like <laughs> the rest of us, man. Maybe you should. Maybe you should get cro- uh, crash back down to Earth. On my quad bike. Yeah. <laughs> Reflect internally and just realize how far you've fallen. Do something other than piss and moan on your stupid podcast about... You're in, it's so entitled and delusional. Like, it, it really, really winds me up. And what annoys me, it's that, you know, these apparent creative geniuses, the Hardys, right? If you're such a genius, right, why aren't you over anymore? Why are reactions in the in the arenas uh, so much smaller than they were? If anything, if your fans, and they were still with you, thought that you were getting booked, we know how modern fans behave, they would... In protest, cheer for you louder. Mm. They haven't got the heart to do it because he's a churning out absolutely slow motion, barely three star matches. Like barely, like no, like the, invariably the worst matches on the card. Mm. You're so slow. It is heroes of wrestling tier levels of movement, mobility. Like, I, and what would your solution be? To actually do something that's just cool, man. Right, what would it be? Oh, maybe, uh, you know, we could get broken again. Your stupid ideas for stories and your contract and your law and your broken universe, which, to be fair, there was actually not my kind of thing generally. In 2016, which, by the way, was seven years ago, right? It's a difference between WWE exploiting the Gulf crisis to signal an end to the old boom period and beginning the next one in those long, long years in between. Oh, man, I just think, you know, the problem with AEW is that there ain't much stories and characters. First of all, what have you been watching? There's too much stories. Yeah. There's too many broad characters. You just want you to be in it. And yes. what have you done to deserve that? other than being Matt Jackson's mate and hero. Like, and what annoys me is as well, it's such a corny trick of like, all right, um, Daniel Garcia in his Twitter likes doesn't take Agent Cooper or no Sherlock Holmes to realize he's probably not that happy if you just go in his likes, right? Um, it's becoming like Britt Baker's having pops on Twitter and um, 
you know, Sammy Guevara was liking certain tweets, mm-hmm. critical of the world champion and all the rest of it. It's become the thing that is now allowed to do and the thing that they like to do, right? It's one thing for me to say, oh, you know what, Kanosuke Takeshita, mm-hmm. I'd feel really bad if I was him. And I, uh, what could that guy have done more to get like a big, big push on American TV? And he's been gobbled up. Like, and this extends to so many of them. And now those stupid carnies are thinking, all right, well, if we generate sympathy by complaining about our lack of push, like, you know, seven years ago in WWE, people will take our side on it. Like, no, I won't. Mm. There are, you, uh, Jeff Hardy should be grateful and lucky that he has a job. Yeah. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy. So Jeff Hardy, who I thought out of the pair of them, he'd probably have the best chance to age gracefully in wrestling because unlike Matt, Jeff Hardy, who was a single star once upon a time mm-hmm. and a huge one, mm-hmm. had an actual emotional bond with the crowd who just loved him and, you know, he could work matches that didn't rely on huge athleticism. Um, he was kind of broken down, like, way earlier than before now. I thought he might have half a chance of making it, but, you know, he should be, for reasons that have, you know, been documented, he should be lucky, and I'm quite sympathetic, mm-hmm. having been around addiction as well. He should be lucky that he has a job, let alone complain, I'm not doing anything cool. It's like, well, are you reliable? Are you good? Are you as good as you used to be, Right. Matt Hardy, since March 2020, we are now in December 2023, right? Matt Hardy, um, beyond his role in Stadium Stampede and that tag match that he had with Omega. By the way, if Omega doesn't do a moonsault off a cherry picker, how good is that match realistically? He got changed in different versions of his character in an icebox in Daly's place. How should he contribute to that match realistically? He drove a golf cart. Cool. Has frequently been involved in the worst, almost bland aspects of AEW for th- nearly three years. Like nearly three years. Like nearly four Mm. My mouth's on good. First fair, I liked it when he got shaved bald in that hair versus hair feed with Orange oh, Cassidy. Oh, right, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he goes 50-50 with Orange Cassidy with no payoff. That's not necessarily his fault, but did working with Orange... Like, what's Orange Cassidy done after feuding with Matt Hardy? Got really more over. All right, come on, Sidgwick. I like it when he went dirt poor after he lost all that money at Hangman Page that quarter. Yes. That was the worst thing Hangman Page has ever done on pay-per-view. Hangman Page... Freaking loads of them. Hangman Page, the, it, Revolution 2020... And full gear 2023 and so many pay-per-views in between has worked some of the greatest American professional mm-hmm. wrestling matches of all time. Did he even get a three with Matt Hardy? Was that storyline even so good that, you know, work rate and match quality mattered? No, right? Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, a complete dud. Like one of the worst parts of 2021. Like one of the worst parts of that entire incredible summer. Um, Matt Hardy, Ethan Page. Did Ethan Page get over as a result of that story and that character? Okay, uh, Matt Hardy and Hook dragged him down. And I've made this point before. It's very good, so permit me, I will do it again. The Young Bucks did more to get Isaiah Cassidy over in 14 minutes on the second episode of Dynamite. That was the most anyone's ever cared about a private party. He did more in 14 minutes than Matt Hardy has done with that young man in like three years. We're talking three years. He is a succubus. Carney, who can't do anything with young talent, we've seen it, drags established star talent down by wrestling him in terrible arthritic matches. His creativity has always been either uh, for a few minutes, like the cue card stuff. Mm. It's never like in-depth, really strong stuff. It's always like one kernel of a good idea that it just drags on and on and on. He is a terrible terrible, terrible professional wrestler in the 2020s. Like, WWE said you're an agent and they were right. And now they're whinging on their podcast because it's the cool thing to do. I, I find it, it's disgusting. Like, just how deluded are you to think that you can actually contribute? You've been given three years to contribute and you've been invariably involved in the worst things and you've just dragged it down. And now, what if it was up? Can you imagine if it was up to my Hardy? What would happen to this alternative that people have wanted for decades? I'll just do some stories and characters. Oh, f*** off. Like, just f*** off and shut the f*** up. 
uh, even if at this point in their career they were you made the point there there would have been agents let's say in WWE even if this was what Jeff especially with his not enough people quote. say this either no I agree in, like, I, in the media like, why can't anyone else just say you know what if you look at Matt Hardy's AEW run and critique it it's dire doesn't hold up does not hold it's up to any scrutiny dire like the if they were ideas guys backstage I'm, I don't want Hardy Boys ideas anywhere near, but veterans do that in wrestling, and yeah. they just like earn roles and uh, like have got tenure, and there's they've worked on television forever, and there's definitely some pearls of wisdom within the Hardy Boys' vast, extensive experience that could be useful backstage, and thus could have that contract, but not be fighting to get back on television. But that's an AW problem as well, isn't it? The people that. I think, oh, you know what, would make this idea even better if I was performing it. And it's like, well, you don't need to be on TV. Yeah. You've got Just do something good, and I'll shut up. If you do something that's good, and well, it's universally received, has Matt Hardy ever, like, you know, it's, it's my subjective opinion that the Hardy boys aren't very good anymore, and Matt Hardy's been rubbish mm. in his entire AEW career outside of maybe one or two episodes of Dynamite ever, right? Okay. That's my subjective opinion. Has anyone gone as nuts for a Matt Hardy thing in AEW like they did Swerve Hangman? Danielson, ZSJ, uh, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, um, Chris Jericho versus Cody Rhodes, CM Punk versus MJF. And if you're an absolute sicko that adored that cursed Sammy Guevara feud. No one did, no one did, no one did, no one did. No one of any like actual worth talking about did. Every single great thing, there's so many of them in AW. My Holly's name's nowhere near it. Mm. And more people should say, you know what, why, why can't you just be good or shut up? Possibly because Jeff Hardy's gone on record before as having a mind for the business and maybe he just wants to be listened to a bit more because the last time he was listened to he had an idea that I think AW could lean on right now do you remember Jeff Hardy's stipulation pitch I don't the listeners might not so please please. (laughs) this was speaking to Alex McCarthy oh yeah love Alex friend of the show Alex McCarthy (laughs) what if there was a match where you wrestled for like five minutes and then there was, I don't know, beeping noises. The ring starts the ring starts spinning, and then it spins at a certain speed for a certain amount of time, and then it can stop. Naturally, you get dizzy, but then another two minutes or whatever, it starts to spin again, but now it's a little faster. I'm just curious if you can run spots as the ring spin and be safe about it. He doesn't go on to mention if the ring is made of tinfoil or not, but like... <laughs> Maybe as an ideas yeah. man, you know, like we've we've had debates in this here studio about like, oh, Iron Survivor versus Anarchy in the Arena. Which one is it? It's neither. It's spinning ring with some beeping noises <laughs> or some. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, in the in the band, I mean, you were texting each other, watching Wheel of Fortune before the match or whatever. <laughs> You're just bringing it all together. Aye, <laughs> I mean, right? Okay, either a sports-oriented presentation. Something similar to the original vision. Maybe bring back the ranking system or spinning ring and broken Matt Hardy doing <laughs> um, a bad English accent. Uh, what, do, what do you want? Tony Khan's Let's first... Do a, pu- Let's do a poll on X. One of his first public regrets was the uh, was, Matt Hardy debut, wasn't it? Where uh, like, yeah, yeah, the hologram, yeah. yeah. His first night. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't great. <laughs> Give me three more years. All right. Well, we know who talks to who. Bye, Bye, Jeff. Jeff. Well, let us know your thoughts on that and all of uh, tonight's show, AW Dynamite on X at What Culture WWE. Watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflat at Michael Hamflat. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. As I said, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcast, the NXT review. And all of its serious journalistic glory is available right now. And the three of us will be back tomorrow. All going well. Review AEW Dynamite. Darkest bit we've got. <laughs> but for now, my thanks to uh, to Michael Hamlet, to Michael Sidgwick, to Jeff Hardy. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.